but here we go with part two. Yay. I'm talking so about the Holy Spirit. And I've had several people tell me how much they loved our first conversation, which I thought was, uh, oh, when I listened to it later and cut out some bloopers, um, I thought, wow, this really worked out well because I felt a little bit scattered. But I think we went with the Spirit in talking about the Holy Spirit. And if you recall, the last time we got together, I had, uh, and in my mind, I don't know if I just forgot it was happening that day. I knew it was happening, but I, I somehow in my brain forgot until the last minute that it was actually happening on that particular day. So I was a wee bit scattered. Yeah. Well, but, and fragmented. I feel, I felt fragmented yeah. that day. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, certainly, we all are busy, 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 and have so much going on. Right. And that's part of what I'm learning is mm-hmm. to step back in those fragmented sessions during the day and say, okay, Lord, I just want to step back. Holy Spirit, yeah, fill me up. Help me remember who I am and help me to realize it's all going to get done. Mm-hmm. And just take a breath. Right. Just breathe. I have a little plaque in my kitchen that says, breathe. 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 And then I have another one that says, don't forget to be awesome. <laughs> Which we are. We're awesome. I mean, we're awesome. Oh, I like that one. God just knows. He mm-hmm. loves us so much. And, of course, one that you gave me. I love plaques and so forth. And one that you gave me that I look at every day. We all knew the song, Jesus Loves Me, This I Know. Mm. You gave me that wonderful plan yeah. that says, Jesus knows me. This I love. Wow. And I love to sing I'd those forgotten words. I'd forgotten about know, that. I know. But I love to sing those words. You yeah. Know, Jesus loves me. Mm-hmm. This I know. Mm. And it's so important. And and I, I love that Jesus knows me. This I love. You know, that makes yeah. me think about. I may have just said it backwards a minute ago. But what? Yes. No, you. The plaque says, "Jesus knows me. This I love." Yes. Um, I think about the woman at the well. Yes, he knew everything about her, and he loved her, and he loved her anyway. Yeah, I've that, been meditating. We'll come to that, I'm sure. But I've met, been meditating on a particular verse, mm-hmm. um, and you may even have it in there, but um, in the notes. Um, I can't remember, but it seems like you do. Uh, but the second part of that verse is because, for, so I always put a yeah. because there, the love of God has been poured in, into us, poured into our hearts. Yes. But I love the first part. Those that put their hope, those mm. that hope in the Lord will not be disappointed. Yeah. Will not. Yeah. That's will not ever, ever, mm. ever, ever be disappointed because the love of God has been poured out in our yes. by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I think that's Romans 5, 5. I know it is, girl. You know it is. Oh, yes. And I've just been, I've been meditating on that and meditating mm. on that. Because God's reminding me, get a picture of how much I love you. Yeah. Do you really have a good picture of how much I love you? Yeah. Are you sure you know how much I love you? 
Jesus loves me, this I know. But mm-hmm. Jesus knows me, mm-hmm. this I love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the disconnect comes, Tricia, for so many of us, or yeah. did for so many years, certainly, was, yeah, <laughs> God probably does know me. Yeah. And that's why. I want to, I want to start out. Okay. Since you go ahead. Did you have another no, thought well, on that? Come back to it. Go ahead. No, no, no. You finish a thought. Well, it, it may, I don't want it to take us down too much of a trail, but what the Lord was um, just reminding me is so many of the Old Testament characters mm-hmm. and situations, obviously they're typologies, but I was reminded of Gideon when I was meditating on Romans 5.5 5, that those that hope in the Lord will not be disappointed because mm-hmm. the love of God mm-hmm. has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And when God first came to Gideon, we all know that he said, oh, you mighty man of valor. God was trying to get mm-hmm. him to see what he thought of Gideon. Mm. And he's still doing that with us today. Yeah. And the more we can focus on how God That's sees right. us mm-hmm. and receive that from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Another verse of our favorite, uh, another favorite verse in Romans 5, our favorite, 17. Uh-huh. Yep. Those who receive right. the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, right. the more we will not be disappointed. Yeah. Because we know God has our best interest mm-hmm. in mind all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that didn't... It didn't, it because this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect in the notes. Um, and, you know, those notes that we, you know, began discussing came from last August 2022. And I was on this uh, daily download of the Holy Spirit. And I just wanted to kind of go back to square one, like how how it, it wasn't even about who he is, but just how does it work? How yeah. does he come? Even, um, I know in some of these notes, I think the, the maybe the last day of the, the notes, I, it was about walking in the Spirit. And I thought, I don't even know if we, I want to get to that today, unless you have a lot to say about that. Oh, no, no, no. Because... Because I, that is more focused on us, you know, yes, and yes. that's okay. We, mm-hmm. You know, walking in the Spirit is very important. Um, as, as you have received Christ Jesus, therefore, walk in that. Walk in Him. And you received by grace through faith, so you walk it out by grace through faith. So that's the bottom line of that. But uh, And faith is the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Faith is the Spirit. Right? right? Faith you can't see. Sight is flesh. Faith is spirit. Yes. So we walk it out by faith. That's right. Can't always see the next step ahead of you, mm-hmm. but you're walking by faith in the spirit. Okay. In the notes that were, you know, just talking about how he, he comes, and we got through a little bit of that, and, and the next part I wrote, he is poured out. Okay, so you just talked about that, Romans 5, 5. The love of God is poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So that that's one of the verses that uses that terminology. And I wrote in the notes, you know, Pentecost. Okay, Pentecost. This is where it all started. Actually, I have to back up from that, okay? In 
John 20, the resurrected Jesus comes through the walls. And he, tell, he says, peace, peace be with you. Which, which, by the way, Romans 5, before it gets to that part about the hope, you know, not being disappointed, it says we have peace with God. Mm-mm-mm. We're justified by faith, yeah. and we have peace with God. And, you know, and that's how we access that grace in which we stand, that grace ground that we're on. We are justified, just as if I'd never sinned, right? Righteous. Praise, yeah. So peace, that word peace. You know, we talk about grace, we say Jesus. Mm-hmm. We talk about peace, we are talking about a receipt for a payment. Yes, yes. He comes through the walls and he shows him his hands and his side, the scars that prove the debt has been paid. And he says, peace be with you. I love it. Isn't that and awesome? His, his resurrection is, you know, is also part of that receipt. The fact that he rose mm, up. That's right. From the grave. That's part of that yes. receipt. And, you know, tying in with the Holy Spirit being poured out in our hearts it brought me to, and again, we'll probably come come to some of these verses, but how much Paul wrote mm-hmm. about loving others yeah, um, and be at peace with others. Right. Because that is that signal to others mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit moves in peace. The Holy Spirit is, you know, he moves in love. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to be contrary to those two things. But what he's got to get in us first, before it can be poured out to others, is the realization that we are loved. Yes. And that Jesus paid for our peace. Right. And therefore, yes. we can have that con- that yes. peace in our mind, in our consciousness, right. Right. that all our sins are forgiven right. forever and ever, right. Right. and that He'll never leave us and never forsake us, and yeah. that we are more than mm-hmm. conquerors mm-hmm. through Him who loved us, who what, who loved, who loved us, us. Yeah, yeah. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that God loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice for our sins. Absolutely. So we love because he first loved us, First John 4. So I, I, uh, I stepped back because, yeah, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit being poured out at Pentecost and poured out in different passages. But the Holy Spirit, when Jesus came through the walls, showed them his hands and his side, told them, you know, peace be with you. He breathed on them. And he said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you go back to the Septuagint, the Greek Bible, like if you're Greek Mm -hmm. and you're reading a Greek Bible, the Old Testament's in Greek, right? That's right. Come on. Mm -hmm. Just like our Old Testament is in English. Okay, so the Greek Bible is going to have Greek New Testament, Greek Old Testament. Which, by the way, is much more 
an uh, in, in intense language than even the English. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, that's why we look all these words up. Absolutely. It's, it's like a treasure hunt. In John 20, I believe it's verse 20, 22, where it says he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Breathe is uh, that, that the, the Greek word there is only used once in the New Testament. But in, in the Greek version of the Old Testament, it's the same word used in Genesis 2, 7. Did you know? What were you going to say? Go ahead. When God breathed into, well, first it says he formed the man, Adam, from the dust of the ground. And then he breathed, and you, you, you can just imagine, from his mouth into Adam's nostrils and breathed life into him. So we have... Adam, the first man, and we have the new creation. We're born in, in the first Adam, then we're born again in the second Adam. It's so good. Such a good. So this breathing, once this term used in the New Testament and in, once in the Old Testament, is a breathing of life. It's the new creation being born. Jesus said, you must be born again. Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life, Zoe. It is always new, right? New creation is, he's forever new. That's right. He's not the old dead dying way. No, no. He's always new. Yes. And he rose again as us and became one of us. While maintaining, you know, his deity, but, um, and and yeah, he for the first time he's breathing new creation life and saying, "Lambano it, receive it, take it for yourself." I I was I'm always struck by later when Peter is ministering to Cornelius at Cornelius's house, Cornelius's yes. family, right, and the point at which he said all your sins are mm-hmm. forgiven mm-hmm. that's when the holy spirit fell fell yeah and we're going to get to that because i love embrace that them. Okay, embraced embraced yes, yes, yes. epipipto one of my favorite words in the whole bible so tell me you've looked it up poured out well i'm not going to get to the poured out i want to i want to just i want to because when we talk about he, that he breathed that new life, that is life, right? Mm-hmm. His breathing equals life. And then when we get to Pentecost and him pouring out the Holy Spirit, that's power. That's power. That's a manifestation. That's something you can see and hear. Yes. That, you know, mm-hmm. so that life, that new life, we, you know, we are an, a new person a new creation creation and but but here here's you're talking about Gideon really dovetails with this this was the word from yesterday morning that the Lord gave me uh, about Jesus's breath and our spiritual birth Um, I was reading 
about this the other day. And when God formed Adam from the dust and then breathed life into him, there are three three words I just want to mention. Origin. He came from God. Amen. That's he's our creator, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. The new creation has a creator, right? The old creation has a creator, right? Yep. Our our origin is God, even though we were birthed by our mothers. That's true. Absolutely. He's he's our origin. He's our creator. And number two, our identity is in that, right? Yep. We have a natural identity that we get from our parents, mm-hmm. right? And then the third thing is our destiny, where we're going from here, what what our life is going to be. And and you can that's an easy thing to to look at when you're thinking about a natural life. But same spiritually, right? Absolutely. And this is this is seeing what God sees. Right? He created us anew by the spirit. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Yes. We're born again right. in the spirit. So he, we come from him. He gives us our identity. And I love the word masterpiece from Ephesians 2.10. Yes. We're created anew. This is New Living Translation. Anew in Christ Jesus. We are his masterpiece. Okay, and there are good works prepared beforehand that we're going to walk in as this masterpiece, poema. And that that word has this connotation of a garment that he, this master tailor created just for us. And you think of the robe of righteousness, that's that's the beginning. That's the beginning of our identity. But Suzanne, you are cut out for just the life you know, that God has for you. And I do too. And and nothing else will fit me. You're unique. I'm unique. And that reminds me, you know, it's so interesting when you think about, first of all, we're eternal creatures. Mm-hmm. We're going to be living somewhere. Eternity. We get to mm-hmm. choose. Fortunately, here on earth, we get to make that choice of whether we're going to spend our eternity with Jesus or whether we're not. Mm-hmm. But the wonderful thing is we came out of eternity. God had us in his mind in eternity. Okay, go. That's so good. <laughs> this is exactly what should happen. Yeah. We, we, we have the same mind. We're thinking alike. I love it. I love it. But go ahead. Say more about that. Well, we came out of eternity, and we, we do have that destiny. Yeah. And I often mm. share with people, even though... It might appear on this side that we've messed up or we've gotten off track Mm -hmm. or whatever. By us getting so thwarted and into despondency over that, we're we're going back to a um, an earthly realm, a natural Mm -hmm. perspective Mm -hmm. of well, God can't fix this. Yeah. So I'll have to roll my sleeves up and fix it myself. Again, mm-hmm. like my mother, you know, Polly used to say, God, I know you're busy, so I'll handle this. <laughs> <laughs> and But it reminds me when I talk about rolling sleeves up, 
mm-hmm. and our destiny. Um, it reminded me of, of Joseph, and I also thought of Joseph when I was thinking of Gideon, how much Joseph knew God loved him. Um, he had to have known that. But in, in, in fact, when Potiphar's wife was making those advances, you mm-hmm. know, he said, I, I, I can't do this, basically. How mm. could I slap my God in the face? This is the SST mm-hmm. again. Yeah. But, you know, what got him to that point was his father gave him that robe of many colors, and it had mm. long sleeves on it. Okay. And the brothers, that was a signal, right? That people that wore long sleeves didn't really work. They didn't work in the fields because the sleeves mm. got in the way. Right. And God, we are clothed with righteousness. And I picture yes. him putting this wonderful new robe on us. Mm of his righteousness that have the long sleeves mm-hmm. that basically said, you're not going to have to work anymore. Mm-hmm. I've done that work for you. Mm-hmm. Will you just receive my robe yeah. of righteousness? Wow. Will you just receive what I have for you? And yeah. again, that goes back to what we started out talking about, which was receiving the love of God. Right? Are you going to, am I going to receive that love, am I going to receive Psalm 139, mm-hmm. I knew you yeah. before right. I formed you even yes, that's right. in your mother's womb, before you took your first breath, right? I knew you, yeah, and I had a destiny for you. Yes. We are destined for great things, too. But, and that's this throughout is, all eternity, Tricia. We think, mm, oh, well, you know, once it's that's over, right. okay, we'll just be, I guess, no. you know, mm. kind of. Fanning around no, in heaven, no, 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 no. This is, he's training right now. Yes. This is training ground. Right. For what we're going to be right. doing in heaven, which is mostly talking about Jesus. Yeah. That was my favorite <laughs> subject. You know, uh, this is foundational what we're talking about our origin, our identity, and our destiny. Yeah. And that comes from that breath of God Amen. that we breathe in by receiving. You know, we're receiving Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Jesus, I love John 13, the Last Supper. But I love the first verse. I I think it might be my favorite verse. You know, I love all the symbolism of the Last Supper. I remember listening. I was going to break in and say, I yeah. remember listening to your teaching one morning. I remember where I was. I was getting dressed and getting yeah. ready to go to the office when you said. Do you know what I'm going to say? I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Okay. John 13, 1. Mm-hmm. And it says, Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world. He loved them to the end. Jesus knew where he came from. He came from the Father. Right? He came yep. from heaven. Yep. He knew who he was. Primarily, he's the son of our heavenly Father. The beloved son. That's right. That's right. Dearly beloved son. And he knew where he was going. That's right. Amen. So he came with a purpose. And this destiny that we have doesn't end here. And it reminds me, 
this I was pouring some coffee a little while ago. You know what a coffee drinker I am. Yeah. I drink coffee all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> coffee. But I was pouring some coffee a little while ago, and it just dropped in my heart in the fullness of time. That's right. And just the exact yes. right time. In due time. Kairos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jesus came. Yep, that, that's right. You know, he could have come 500 years earlier. Mm-mm. Or 500 years later, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it would have worked out. But God had an exact time. Right. Just like he does. With us. For us. Mm -hmm. That's right. We we were born for such Such a a time as this right now. So, in that vein, I thought about the word before. And how, you know, when we are born again, this was planned. This was known, you know. And I understand free will, and I believe in free will. But we'll understand all these mysteries. But I think the Lord's showing us more and more about this mystery of grace and love. His, You know, how, how that love is shed abroad in our hearts. Psalm 139, as you said. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Isaiah 49.1, before I was born, the Lord called me. Now, that is not a natural thing. That is a spiritual thing. Before yes. he was came out of his mother's womb, there was a, a spiritual destiny planned out for him, That's right. a calling. From my mother's womb, he has spoken my name. Jeremiah 1, five, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart. Wow. Ephesians 1.11 in the Passion. Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny. That we would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. Galatians 1, this is Paul talking about himself. Before I was born, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Then it pleased him to reveal his son in me. At just the right time, God met him. Jesus met him on the Damascus Road and opened his eyes. First he blinded him, and then, yeah. then the scales fell off. But um, that God has a plan. He has timing for everything. I, and to, to hook on to that, that cements at just the right time, and it cements... Those who hope in the Lord mm-hmm. will not be disappointed. Yeah. So that's just a, um, that's the beginning. So he breathed on them. And then later on, he gathered them together and said, go and wait for the promise of the Father. And Jesus said this, which you heard of from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So what was the promise? 
It was, you know, the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. That, and and I don't even know. I mean, how different did they expect it to be? I I doubt it was any expectation that they had dreamed of. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like us, right? I mean, you didn't think we were talking about this briefly before we started (laughs) off today. You didn't think that. You, Ten years ago, twelve years ago, mm-hmm. however long it's been, yeah, you know that you would be sitting here doing a podcast on grace, right, and that your whole life would be turned upside down, mm. and you would have this astounding revelation, yeah, of the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit, our mm-hmm. Father in heaven, mm-hmm. because Jesus reveals the Father to us, of course, right. And um, you, but you, we couldn't, couldn't have even known that. I mean, we would have. Right. What you don't, you know, sometimes you don't even know what you don't know. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know the questions to ask. That's right. That's exactly right. So Jesus said to them, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest parts of the earth. Now, I I believe he was primarily speaking of uh, they were the witnesses to his resurrection. So that's that's the they were the witnesses of that. And that is, um, uh, you know, Jesus rose from the dead. If he didn't rise from the dead, we'd still be in our sins. Oh, yeah. Right. So. There would be no hope. There would be no hope. Mm-mm. I mean, right. We would have nothing to latch on to. <laughs> right, right, right. Our faith would be in vain if he hadn't risen from the dead. But now our faith is very powerful. Absolutely. But this uh, receiving, as I said before, receive is the Greek word lambano, same as in Romans 5.17. Seize, take hold of, claim for yourself, make one's own, receive what is offered, gain. So you receive power, dynamis. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. No. The Greek word. Because I'm seeing dynamite, but dunamis, dunamis, right? From which we get our word dynamite. Uh, Power for performing miracles. Influence. uh, The Power that you have when you have riches and wealth, moral power and excellence of soul, abundance, might. So you will receive, seize, take hold of, dynamite power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Ep erkomai, I think is how you might pronounce it. This is a word. Erkomai, with the EP, the ep, the epi, it's it's over and above. He comes upon, but it's in a way that it means overtake. Mm. Okay, overtake, supervene, operate in a person. So you will receive dynamite power when the Holy Spirit operates in you. Isn't wow. that awesome? That is fantastic. 
And I wonder if that EP is where our word epic comes from, or maybe it's a root. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And Holy Spirit, of course, gives us epic power. Well, and, and you'll see these words, these verbs with the epi added to them, and it's, it's, it's like a superlative of that word. Mm. Anyway, it just adds that, that prefix, adds to it. So we know he told them to go wait, and they did. And, and uh, in Acts 2, we see that the whole house was filled. That's I've got my sparkly house going. <laughs> so the house was filled. Uh, and, and this mighty rushing wind filled the house where they were sitting, and they were pimplimi, pimplimi, with the Holy Spirit. That's the Greek word, filled. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And so this is something you could hear. Mm -hmm. This is something you could hear. And in a way, you could see it because it came with tongues of fire. And then later on in the chapter, it says that in the last days, this is from the prophecy, I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Once again, something you can hear. This is evidence of the power of the Holy Spirit. Young men will see visions. Old men will dream dreams. And on my men servants and maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. Now that word pour out, echeo. You actually say echeo or something like that. I, can't, I don't do that very well. <laughs> The, you know, back in your throat. Okay, so I'm just going to say, okay, and this word, I love this word. Pour out everything. That's fantastic. Pour it out. Shed forth. Gush out. Distribute largely. Run greedily out. Shed abroad. Mm. And an analogy of this is when an athlete pours it all out on the field for the goal, just spins everything on the field, holds nothing back. And that's what God did. He mm. poured out the Spirit. He held nothing back. It's like Jesus had the, the Spirit without limit. So we shouldn't be putting limits on our lives. Mm. Because if... When we can think in terms of limitlessness, mm -hmm. our whole lives can change. Yeah. You know, what did what did God himself say in Genesis, was it about six, about the Tower of Babel mm. and why mm. he gave everybody different languages? Because anything that they can think, wow. they can do. Yeah. That's that, that is the kind of thing that, I mean, people have different, uh, you hear all these conversations now about AI, AI, AI. Mm -hmm. We don't have artificial intelligence. We've got God intelligence right. in us. Right. We have Holy Spirit intelligence right. in us. And that's all we need. HSI. Mm -hmm. Maybe we maybe we name that HSI, Holy yeah. Spirit Intelligence. Yes. And that's what we need. Mm -hmm. And that and that's what we already have, I should say. Jesus. He's our wisdom. He is our mm -hmm. wisdom. Christ has made unto us wisdom. Yes. And he, and righteousness and 
holiness and redemption. We're in such a better state than mm-hmm. Adam ever was. Mm-hmm. And Adam was in a perfect state, but we're even better off because of where, uh, I mean, what Jesus did on the cross, he finished the work, mm-hmm. and because he rose and gave us that redemption. Yeah. He said, okay, now you've got new life. Mm. New life. Right. New life. New life. Amen. I love it. Good stuff. Amen. It is. It's, it's such good stuff. Well, and uh, this life, you know, was the Holy Spirit poured out that one time and the flow stopped? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, no. The picture Jesus gave in the feeding of the 5,000 was he, it's just like at at the Lord's Supper. He thanked the Lord. He blessed it. He broke it and he gave it. Same four verbs are used when he fed the 5,000. The breaking is in the aorist verb tense. It's a one-time action never to be repeated. That part happens once. That's the cross. Amen. But the giving is in that ing form. It never stops. And the miracle occurred in Jesus' hands. So that giving of the bread, the giving of life, right? He's the bread of life. Yep. It yep. never stops. They just kept coming back and coming back and getting more, and there were 12 baskets full left over. Everybody ate as much as they wanted, as much as they needed. And and it makes me think of the manna from heaven. Right. You know, the children of Israel mm. were out there in the desert. There was no supply out mm. there. And yet, our Heavenly Father rain down and that was the typology mm-hmm. Jesus is the bread of heaven he is our sustenance it gave them life mm-hmm. and um you know they could take it freely yeah gather as much as you need yeah. each day but only right. for that day yes. only for that day you mean i've got to believe god every day yeah yeah you know that that's it's so easy, though, when you can transition your mind yeah. to not get over into worry and anxiety mm-hmm. and so forth. But Holy Spirit, you you already know what's coming, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna trust that Jesus is my supply. Yeah. He's already made ready everything. Everything's good. Just Holy Spirit, remind me. Yeah, and you know this. Uh you know, Jesus said, your ancestors ate manna in the desert, and they're dead. Mm-hmm. He said, but I give you bread that will cause you to live forever, and you'll never be hungry. So the, the supply is constant, never-ending supply. Ever-flowing. Ever yeah. And, that, and, and I love in John 6. And he said, I am that bread, of course. Of course. Yeah. And then so many of his disciples got offended when he said, you know, you can eat my flesh and so <laughs> yep, forth. Yep. And then he looked at the rest of them. What, what about y'all? Y'all, uh, y'all going to go too? Yeah. And Peter says one of my favorite verses, where would we go? Yeah. Lord, you yes. have the words of eternal life. That's you right. You give us eternal life. Yes. 
And that, I mean, I say that mm-hmm. to the Lord so often is, Jesus, you, you, I just receive your eternal life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That ongoing, never-ending and, Zoe. And, yeah, that's right. And his words mm-hmm. are life. And I had a, yeah, this, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, breath, and they are life, Zoe. So that's how we live, live and move and have our being. Oh, girl, I used used to drive down the road, say, in you, Jesus, I live and move and have my very being. Amen. I believe that you are. Yeah. He is. That's it. That we believe that he is. Yes. We don't even have to have the rewarder part. It's just we believe mm-hmm. that he He's is. the rewarder. Yeah. He is the rewarder. Yeah, that's up to him. Absolutely. But he loves. Yeah. You know, daily, my Bible says, he loads, loads us with, with benefits. benefits. Yep. Don't you love it? Fear not, little flock, for it mm-hmm. is the Father's good pleasure mm-hmm. to, to give, give you, you the kingdom. The kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, and that was from Jesus, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that. Um, as I was reading these scriptures about God pouring out his spirits, often the, t- the, the term richly or there's richness that mm-hmm. is, you know, and that's yeah. kind of what you're talking about here. The Holy Spirit pours forth richly, okay? So I was just like, the the Greek adverb, the Greek adjective, the Greek verb, the Greek noun that all has to do with rich, richly, you know, and all that. Tell me. Titus 3 in the Amplified. Oh, my gosh. That was one of the verses I was going to oh, read. Okay, yeah, you no, read no, it. No, I don't have it in the Amplified, so go. Okay. Go, go, go. But when the goodness and kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared in human form as the man, Jesus Christ, you said God that Jesus reveals the Father and he came in love. He was love. He brought, he showed us God is love, right? And the goodness of God. He saved us. Not because of any works of righteousness that we had done, but because of his own compassion and mercy. By the cleansing of the new birth, spiritual transformation and regeneration, and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out richly, Upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that we would be justified, made free of the guilt of sin by his compassionate, undeserved grace, and that we would be acknowledged as acceptable to him and made heirs of eternal life, poured out richly. Pluseos. Pluseos. That's the adverb. I love that. And that word means copiously, abundantly. Okay. And it is from the word plusios, plusios, which means wealthy, 
abounding in material resources, abundantly supplied, rich, rich in virtue, and rich in eternal possessions. So all kinds of richness. And so when maybe there's a connection there with Jesus saying, I have come in John 10, 10 mm. to give you life, life and life more abundantly, richly, yeah. rich life. Yeah. Not necessarily the what the world right. thinks as riches. Yeah. Let, I want to tell you, and I had this also in, in those notes about our, our origin, identity, and destiny. Jesus came to give us Zoe, right? Right. The very next verse in John 10 says, the good shepherd lays down his life. But that's not Zoe. It's suke, from which we get our word psychology. It's human soul life. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. He became of no reputation. Yes, he did taking on the the form of a bondservant, becoming in the likeness of man. He he literally identified with our infirmities, with all our pains. All of our sufferings. Yeah. Everything that we feel like nobody else understands. Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus yeah. took that on. That's so, yes, that is yes. rich. Isn't that? So that he gave so his suke that we might receive his Zoe, his God life. I love that. The great exchange. Isn't that, that is the great exchange. Awesome. So this God life is, is extremely rich. Let the word of Christ, this is Colossians 3, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom Amplified says, dwelling in your heart and mind, permeating every aspect of your being. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the tree of life. This is not the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. His wisdom permeating every aspect of our being. Absolutely. And that's the way to live life to the fullest. Yeah. And our good shepherd, you know, he knows, he identifies Mm. with every part of us. Yeah. And this, you know, the, the origin identity, all of that connects in through who he is. And, and we, can't, we can't wrap our minds around um, how he took the sin of the world. Because sin has been dealt with on the cross. Right. He dealt with it. And we can't wrap our minds around that. But what I want to move into that realm, or I should say, and I want to move into the realm where the Spirit gives me such a revelation 
of this eternal life mm-hmm. that we, because I feel like that, as we've talked about in previous times, that moves us out of this natural thinking into yeah. kingdom mindedness. Right. And Jesus was all about kingdom mindedness. Yes. He operated right. in the kingdom of God. Mm. That was very important to him. And, you know, he tried to communicate it to us in such a way that maybe we would grasp it. Mm -hmm. But that kingdom of God mindedness mindset Mm. is is just all these pieces connecting together like locks, Mm -hmm. I guess, in a dam Mm. where, you know, it. It interconnects, but once that dam is open, then, you know, all that water channels through. And what we, what we truly just, I I believe in these end times that we are living in, it's the Holy Spirit just wants to pour into us Mm. so that we can Pour out to others. Hey, here you go. I got one for you. Okay. Next verse. (laughs) This is in the Amplified, 2 Corinthians 8, 9. Okay. For you are recognizing more clearly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, his astonishing kindness, his generosity, his gracious favor, that though he was rich, Plusios, yet for your sake he became poor. This is, he gave his life, the Good Shepherd gives his life, that through his poverty you might become rich, abundantly blessed. Now, Become rich. That is actually one word. It's a it's a verb, okay? And it's the verb form of this word we've been talking about, pluteo. Here's the definition. To be rich, to have abundance, to be richly supplied, affluent in resources, so that he can give blessings to all. So we're blessed to be a blessing. See, that's what that word means. That yes. word, verb, become rich, by the way, is in the aorist verb tense. It's a permanent state of richness that we are in. And it is not, we are not the Dead Sea. It doesn't all gather and stop. There's a flow to it. You can't outgive God. And that word rich there has this connotation of it, of that richness being supplied like a constant, you know, coming in and going out, coming in and going out. Because if you think about the Dead Sea, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and nothing can live there. Right. And of course, we know when things are stagnant, they stink. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've ever been around a stagnant pond, for instance, uh, that it just mm-hmm. has dead fish. Boy, it's, it smells. You're going to run real quick. Yeah. <laughs> but in the, in a river that's mm. constantly flowing. Right. And river you know, mosquitoes, e- even uh, in if you've got a, a 
pond or something in your backyard, if you've got a water, um, uh, I can't think of the word I'm thinking of, but, you know, some sort of water feature mm-hmm. where that water is moving, mosquitoes mm-hmm. will not alight there. Yeah. But, boy, you leave that water Like alone. a bird bath is just mm-hmm. sitting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in fact, we have a little bird bath in our backyard near our bird feeders, and and I love watching the bird feeders and so forth. But let me tell you, that water, especially <laughs> now during the heat of the summer, yeah, you need to go out there. You got to rinse that bird bath mm-hmm. really every day. You should, yeah, because it can get real stinky real fast mm-hmm. and real stagnant, right? And, um, you know that the whole the design our our mm, body right. even is designed to replenish mm-hmm. and renew mm-hmm. all the time. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a scientist. I don't know um, all the details, but you know, we've constantly got skin renewing and mm-hmm. cells renewing, and you know, you, mm. it's sort of like molting, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. But you know, we've constantly got these things going on, and that to me, is just another reference that we're not stagnant creatures. We're never, never meant intended. to be, yeah, never meant to be stagnant creatures. Right. Yeah. We're meant to be constantly inflowing, outpouring, yeah. right. inflowing, right. outpouring all and, the time. And, and, you know, the the grace that is supplied to us, we which we know is never-ending, is intended to flow. It's intended to keep going. Okay, so that's why the the when we live out of our identity as a new creation, uh, there's always going to be new supply. Amen. So we can give and give and give, and and it, the miracle is in Jesus's hands. Yeah. You know, yeah. he he's still giving. He hasn't right. stopped giving. That's right. And uh, and so we just. Take, you know, we're like the disciples. You go back and get some more. Go back and get some more. Feed some more. Go back, you know, supply, supply, supply. You know, and I think that, that that's the body of Christ. Right. In the chain of events, the constant giving came from Jesus. But mm-hmm. then the disciples had to continue right. giving. Right. Uh, and they all ate as much as they would. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was until they were satisfied. That I'll just read one of the verses that was highlighted earlier um, for me this week, and that was uh, Philemon, Philemon, Mm -hmm. people say it differently, Philemon, Um, one verse uh, starting in five, sort of end of it, um, because I keep hearing about your faith in Jesus and your love for all God's people, and I'm praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your fate as you understand mm-hmm. and experience all the good things that we have in Christ. Yeah. Understanding mm-hmm. all those good things. And and I love that's why I love talking about what we've been talking about is mm-hmm. it's deepening that understanding. Yeah. Cuz Christ from the beginning from the beginning mm-hmm. of time before time began this was in him. This yes. was in his mind. Was to give us mm. the most wonderful, you know, to give us the Holy Spirit, Amen. to give us life, to give us what we needed to exist, mm-hmm. and to give us himself. Yeah. All of himself. Right. We <clears throat> have all the good things that are in Christ. Wow. Well, 
in thinking about poured out, and this is just how simplistic I was trying to be, mm-hmm. that speaks of gravity. It speaks oh, of yeah. coming down, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking from heaven to earth or from God to us. Mm. And this idea of falling upon, okay, there's that word you referred to earlier, that embrace mm-hmm. word, mm-hmm. also means to fall upon. Oh, I love that. And that's that Greek word, epipipto. Mm. And the Holy Spirit would fall on people. You mentioned Acts 10, which we'll read about in just a second. In Cornelius's home. But my favorite place that that word is used is in Luke 15, 20, in the parable of the prodigal son. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on Epipipto his neck and kissed him, Mm. fell on. Same word used when the disciple whom Jesus loved, John, that's how he referred to himself, leaned on Jesus's breast. He leaned back. He fell upon. That's so good. And going back to Luke 15, I just, I love the fact that, and Jesus was talking to a whole bunch of Pharisees. And so this, mm-hmm. all three of those parables made sense. But I love the fact that he brings out, one of the parables brings, it was the spirit, you know, the light. She she took mm-hmm. her light and mm-hmm. looked for the coin, mm-hmm. the lost coin. Right. And then the good shepherd, which is mm-hmm. Jesus, the son. And then we mm-hmm. end up with the great, you know, the our sweet heavenly father. Spirit, son, and father. Just love it. That's awesome. I love it. Luke 15. In Acts 8, we have that word again, epipipto. <clears throat> now, when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, and I just like to look at all these words, receive, to receive favorably, to give ear to, to embrace. When they had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who when they came down, prayed for them that they might receive lambano, take hold of, seize upon, receive for themselves, the Holy Spirit. For he as yet had fallen upon none of them, epipipto. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When you mentioned gravity, you know, water flows to the lowest places. Mm. And the Holy Spirit is... He's so humble, you know, in the in the Old Testament, the unnamed servants, mm-hmm. that was generally a picture of the Holy Spirit and so right. forth. So humble, always pointing to Jesus. Yes. Always uh, lifting up Jesus. And, you know, so often the Holy Spirit thought of as water, but that willing to take that lowly place mm-hmm. and and 
you know, water running to the low places. Which I'm thinking, as you're saying all that, that, you know, I was thinking of Psalm 139. If I go to the depths, you're there. Mm. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? And no matter how low we go, he he will go there. He's right there with us. That's right. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Never, ever. He will abide with us forever. I just, I love it. (laughs) I love it. It it reminds me of Romans 8. And, Mm. you know, just so many of the verses in Romans 8. But, you know, it, it ties in to our Father loving us so much, giving mm-hmm. us the Holy Spirit, that for him, to him who did not withhold his own mm-hmm. beloved son, but freely gave him up for mm-hmm. us all, how will he not with him yeah. all also give us all things? Right. And to, as we're talking about this today, mm-hmm. that give us all things is the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. given us mm-hmm. with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And because of Jesus, yeah. he is able yes. to give us the Holy Spirit. Yes. You know, when Jesus said, uh, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how will your heavenly Father not give you the Holy Spirit? I love it. Oh, you so know, good. and yes. one of them says, give you good things, but the Holy Spirit is the good thing. He is the good thing. That's He's everything. Yes. Yes. So in Acts 10, we have Epipipto again. Okay, this is in Cornelius' home, mm-hmm. I'm just and Peter is here. is preaching, mm-hmm. Acts 10, and I'm going to read starting in verse 43. Okay. Peter is preaching. He says, to him, speaking of Jesus, all the prophets witness that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell, epipipto, fell upon all who heard the word. Heard the word. I love it. Akuo. And that word heard means to attend to, to consider, to understand, to perceive, to comprehend a teaching, to understand. So they got it. Okay, they got it. And up until now, this message of grace, this gospel was for the Jewish people. That's right. Mm -hmm. And here they are in a Gentile's home, and they have just seen the Holy Spirit fall on these people. And it says that those of the circumcision, speaking of the Jewish people, who believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter, so all the guys that came with Peter, the reason they were so astonished is because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For, because, they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. So they were speaking in tongues and praising God. So once again, there is something they they saw, they heard these people, 
And that's how they knew that the same gift that the Father had promised was for everyone. You mean he's not going to hold out? Not just for a select few. Come on. No. I just, oh, I love it so much. I love it so much. I, you know, um, the, I'm, li- I'm in the, uh, yeah, the New Living Translation. And um, it, it, it's, it uses that, you know, the Holy Spirit fell. Yes. And the word, the Greek word again is. Epipipto. Epipipto. Mm, Epipipto. Yeah, it's <laughs> fun to say. Um, it is kind of fun to say, but that's the embracing, right? Mm-hmm. That, and I just, oh my goodness. Yeah, it means embrace. The Holy Spirit embraced them in Cornelius' home. Cornelius and his family were embraced by the Holy Spirit and his servants. Isn't that awesome? I just love it. I just love it. I just love it. So when we want to, you know, we talk about the baptism in the Holy Spirit, it is an immersion, but it's it's a big embrace. Yeah. And it, and what comes from that are things that you can see in here, the gifts of the Spirit, worshiping, thanksgiving, praise, mm-hmm. right? And that word akuo, which that hearing, so they heard the gospel being preached. And what was the gospel, Tricia? All your sins. sins are forgiven. That's right. Okay. That's right. It's real simple. Very simple. Didn't give a list of ten. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> your sins have been forgiven. The remission of sins. And that was that was what they needed to perceive. They needed to understand. They needed to hear. That word akuo is the same word used when Mary you remember Mary and Martha Oh my goodness. in Luke 10? Mm-mm. And uh, Jesus said she did the one thing that was needed. And it says she was at his feet. And it doesn't say she was worshiping. She was hearing his word. Yes. That's yes. the one thing needed. Hear his word. The one thing needful. Mm-hmm. It's that easy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't and have and to we climb a mountain, beat my chest. No, understand what he's saying. Mm. Receive it, learn it, perceive it. This is something to pray for, Lord. Let me let me understand more. Let me perceive more of your word, the bread of life, and that epipipto, that embrace. So when they perceived it, when they got it, when they understood it, they got the big embrace. The Holy Spirit fell on them. And they spoke in tongues and magnified God. So first things first, hear him. Hear him. Right? Oh, that reminds me of the Mount of Transfiguration. Yes, that's right. Come on. Fear not. Were the words he said. That's the first thing he said. And the Father had said, this is my beloved son. Yes. Hear him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not something else. Yeah. Hear him. And that voice that they heard terrified them, and they fell on the ground, face down, Peter, James, and John. And the first words, he said, hear him. What he, whatever he's going to say to you, that's what you need to hear. 
fear not. And so the law was all about fear, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It was the modus operandi of the law, fear God. And in that, what Jesus said, mm-hmm. most of the time when they were out rowing on mm-hmm. the sea, on the lake, sea, lake, yeah. Galilee, sea of Galilee, yeah. Galilee um, and, you know, he had said, we'll go to the other side. And then mm-hmm. he went to pray. And, of course, I, I know this has never happened to you. Got tired of waiting and went ahead and jumped in the boat. Okay, we'll yeah. Going over to the other side. Right. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking, but um, anyway, I'm much like that. But they get out there, they're rowing, and they're rowing, yeah. and they're in the middle, and they're rowing, and they're rowing. And then, and he sees them, of course, in mm-hmm. the struggle. Mm-hmm. And then he comes walking on the water. Yeah. I heard one preacher say he was probably going to walk right on past him, but... Oh, well, I it's what it says. Yeah, well, I think it is. In one, I one mean, there's no... Yeah, yeah, that's right. And Intending to keep, keep on, on going. going. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, don't be afraid. Mm. One translation says, I am. Another says, yeah, uh, says yeah, yeah. Um, it is I. But don't be afraid. And the moment... Mm-hmm. They invited him into the boat. This is yeah. later in John chapter six. After he's fed the five thousand. Fed the five thousand. Why are they marveling? They've seen him they've already seen miracles. And here he the minute, I shouldn't judge, actually. Oh, I know. That's what <laughs> uh, Sister Shin is not judging. I should yeah, yeah. um but the moment they received him into the into boat, the boat yeah. they were immediately on the, on other, the other side. side. Immediately. Immediately. Isn't that amazing? Do I do we need is there a time when we need to mm. be immediately on the other yeah. side of yeah. something? Yeah. I often tell family members this and so forth. Then invite Jesus into the boat. Mm-hmm. Quit trying to row mm-hmm. it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Just invite him on in and immediately yeah. Yeah, he will transport you to the other side. Yes, and I think it's amazing that he's walking on these waves, and you know, logic would tell them, "Did you not get a weather report?" That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not want a good? Time? You know, sometimes we we find ourselves in troubles of our own making, mm-hmm. and you know what? He's there to get in the boat with us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can I just say, Jesus, can you step into my boat, please? Yeah. yeah. Lord, Holy Spirit, remind me yes. <laughs> to say, Jesus, mm-hmm. step into my boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the the immediacy of deliverance is at the forefront of Jesus' mind. Mm-hmm. He loves mm-hmm. to deliver us. He loves to step in. Yes. And, you know, show us mm-hmm. how big he is. I have a friend that often reminds me that God loves the yes. magnitude of our request. He loves to hear. Pray big prayers. Pray yeah. big prayers. Yes. Hey, pr- just pray big, big, big prayers. And pray, you know, Paul wrote in, I believe it was Colossians 3, Pray that a door of opportunity mm-hmm. will open. We, you know, so that I can preach the gospel. The that's at the forefront mm-hmm. of the Father's mind is the good news of Jesus. Amen. 
letting mm-hmm. people know all your sins are forgiven. Right. He's no right. longer holding anything against yes. you. And, yes. and that's, I believe, why Paul wrote right after, you know, in 2 Corinthians 5, 16, he writes, don't, mm-hmm. don't consider any man after the right. flesh. Right, right. Don't look at the base level of men. Right. You know, I mean, we're all flesh. Don't mm-hmm. consider. And that's considerate. That's yourself. Mm-hmm. We need to right, consider right. a lot of times, you know. Don't, don't even know yourself by the flesh. Don't even consider your own self. And that's that flesh. Gideon thing, right? It is. Yeah. And and then the very next verse that we mm-hmm. all know and love to quote. Yes. For he who is in Christ Jesus is a new creation. Yes. And behold, old things are oh. passed away and all things become new. Right. We love to think that about everybody else, but just not about ourselves yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But then... The next verses after that talk about mm-hmm. how God was busy reconciling mm-hmm. the world to mm-hmm. himself. He wanted so much. Mm-hmm. He didn't create death like we talked about a couple of years ago. He didn't create death for us. Yeah. That was not intended for mm-hmm. us. That's right. His heart is love and yeah. his heart is reconciliation. Yeah. And his heart is to love us yeah. and bring us to a full understanding of Jesus mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit. Okay, I've gotten us off track again. Sorry. I want you to look up Second Corinthians 5 in your New Living Translation. I want to see how it words this. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. Read verse 18. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making this appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned, to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ Jesus. And you know I love the Oh, keep part. going. Come on. Verse 1 of the yes. next chapter. As God's partners, we beg you <laughs> not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness yeah. and then ignore it. Yeah. For God says at just... The The right right time. I heard you on the day of salvation. I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the the day day of of salvation. Amen. I just love it. I think that's a good place to stop. We have a lot more scriptures that we could cover, but I think that's an awesome place that God has done everything in giving Jesus. He gave his son, his only son. Who is that? Everything. And Jesus said, he's the promise of the Father, everything. He's given his all for us. And as you said, Romans 
8.32, if he didn't spare his own son, how will he not, But excuse me, but delivered him up for us all? How will he not, with Jesus, freely give us all things? And so what is our part? Well, our part, you know, is constantly to receive, but also to be ambassadors for him, ministers of reconciliation. But to share this gospel so that people will be reconciled. Like God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting our sins against us. But but we need to be reconciled. If you have never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, today's the day of salvation. It is. Receive life. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. Just yeah 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 and your life will change forever and ever and you will have endless supply of good things Mm-mm. of life life and more abundant life i love it tricia amen a real view is brought to you by parousia a ministry devoted to boldly sharing the gospel of god's grace freely offered to us through the finished work of jesus christ Visit ParisiaMinistries.com for teachings and testimonies, as well as information on how you can order Trisha Gunn's highly acclaimed book, Unveiling Jesus, a verse-by-verse foundation of the message of grace. This show is made possible by the generous financial support of people like you who love this message of grace. Your tax-deductible gift to Parousia is greatly appreciated.